for Cigar Talk, the fastest growing cigar show in the nation. Whether you're a new cigar enthusiast or a cigar aficionado, we have something for everyone. Bringing you the best interviews, cigar reviews, and weekly giveaways. So grab yourself a cigar. It's time to light them up. Hey guys, thanks for joining us. We've got a great interview coming up with Billy from Viva La Vida Cigars. Uh, Then we'll uh, give you the cigar of the week and then we'll ask the question of the week. And if you can email me the correct answer, you will win a sampler pack of McAuliffe cigars. So uh, after the interview, stick around, uh, find out what's coming up next week, get our question and cigar of the week. All right, guys, let's get to it. Welcome back to Cigar Talk. I'm your host, Rob Jones, and we have a very special guest with us today. Talking to uh, Billy from New York. They just came out with their uh, new line of cigars. Viva La Vida. Did I say that right, Billy? Yes, okay. you did. All right. Hi, Rob. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing, Billy? Excellent. Thank you so much. First, I want to congratulate you on bringing a Cigar Talk podcast to uh, YouTube and... Uh, this is uh, exciting for you and for us because we really enjoy your show, your your uh, the knowledge that you bring, and and the new cigars that you always surprise us with the new uh, product that's coming to the market and uh, it shows also on your followers and the liking on your pictures. I'm really uh, happy to be part of your uh, group. Hey, man, I appreciate you guys. Uh, You know, I really don't do that much. Uh, All I do is uh, bring you guys uh, to the show so everybody can hear your stories. And uh, I get to try a lot of cigars. And so, really, I'm just having a blast. So, I do appreciate the compliments and all that. But I feel like I'm just along for the ride. And this show is uh, for all the people who listen. And I'm just getting to enjoy it from the sidelines, so to speak. But I really appreciate that. And, yeah, we are looking forward to uh, what we're going to start doing with YouTube. First, what we're in the process of doing is uploading the 10 episodes that we already have. And that's just going to be with our logo and the actual episode uploaded. And then once we get all those done, we're going to start doing actual video shows. And we'll do video uh, video tours of the cigar shops or the uh, manufacturer's facility. We did a live video at one of the facilities a few weeks ago, and it was fantastic. So I really hope that I can get up your way and you can give us a tour so all the fans that listen to the show can uh, take a look and see what you're doing. 100%, man. I can't wait. Honestly, you guys are doing a great job. And the media is one way uh, to uh, to showcase what people are, uh, the hard work of, you know, a lot of people putting uh, to make a beautiful uh, boutique cigar you know and, so, that's, and that's what i love about it i i it's to me it's the whole romance of cigars is knowing the amount of work it takes to bring a cigar to market and correct. so congratulations to you guys i mean we've been talking for quite some time and we've been talking about your cigar coming out so i'm excited thank to you. hear man congratulations thank you so much man so we're really excited it just came out today today was the day to bring it to the market and we began shipping to stores up in north in new york uh, jersey uh, pennsylvania uh, connecticut uh, rhode island 
a few stores like in Tennessee. Wow. And, uh, yes. So um, we are extremely uh, grateful and uh, thankful for everybody who trusted us from the beginning. Uh, just to tell you a little bit about me, uh, I've been in this business for 25 years. My first shop, I was in retail before I was making cigars. So our cigar stores uh, were in New York. It used to be called New York Cigar Inn. And for 22 years, we stayed in retail. Uh, at one point in 2008, a cigar aficionado came to us and they sponsored our lounge and our humidor. Wow. So it was the only cigar store in the world that has cigar aficionado humidor and lounge. And in 2015, we uh, sold both locations to Casa de Monte Cristo. And, um, and then our journey with making cigars started from that point. And we felt uh, for the need for a certain cigar that a lot of clients and a lot of cigar smokers, you uh, want it based on the criteria that they always ask for. And we realized that there is something missing in the market. And, and uh, that's where the idea of Viva La Vida came to fruition. So uh, we searched a lot on which person, uh, which manufacturer to make our cigar. And the best person to us, we respect everybody, we love everybody, it was A.J. Fernandez. Well, you know, it's uh, funny that you say that because uh, we talked quite a while back and we talked about the new cigar coming out and uh, I mm -hmm. actually got to try one of the pre-releases and I thought yes. it was fantastic. And thank so you. thank you for giving me that opportunity. But at the time, what I didn't realize that you guys were using A.J. Fernandez. And I mean, I couldn't think of anyone better to do your cigar. I mean, that that's like the icon of that. That is the guy that will make you a fantastic cigar and not just you know a, a medium cigar but one that will stand the test of time you know what i mean correct uh aj is a great guy he is extremely knowledgeable about tobacco about cigar leaves about the seeds the soil he is a farmer he is a blender he's a, a cigar maker he is 100%. I think, you know, there is uh, people who are born, they could draw, they could, uh, you know, artists, right? And there is right. people who study it. This guy born to be a cigar maker. He, he is the artist of cigars. You're 100% correct on that. And and he is young. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. How old is AJ Fernandez? He's like in his 30s. Are you kidding uh, me? Yes, I thought, young. you know, I don't know anything about A.J. Fernandez other than he makes great cigars. And I've always just had this image in my head that he was probably like 65 years old because he has so many great cigars. Yeah, he, he's really young. And, and the knowledge and to uh, not only making good cigars, but he drew every single big manufacturer brand names like Monte Cristo, uh, Ramon Alones, uh, H. Upman, Hoy de Monterrey, all these like, not Hoy de Monterrey, yeah, Hoy de Monterrey, all these like 
Cubanesque names, he already making cigars for them. And it, it never happened before that Monte Cristo goes to a private guy outside their manufacturer to make a blend for them, uh, showcase the knowledge of this guy because of the quality, the, the, the blends that he comes out with. He's, he's true magician when he comes to this. So when we met him uh, to do the project, he asked us, like, what do you like? Do you want something heavy, mild, medium, uh, tobacco? And we said, look, we're not looking for strength. We're looking for more flavor. And um, we love, you know, cigars that they have flavor more than strength. He was really uh, he loved this he loved the idea he loved we worked on it back and forth and the more you challenge him the more he show you and bring the best of him yeah it's like and, you said he he's a magician i mean you're giving him the overall view of what you want and he's concocting this uh, magic potion, so to speak to exactly. bring you exactly what you want that that's an amazing story correct and and the idea is when you come and you sit down and you choose, like, uh, like for example, Viva La Vida, we chose to have a Habano Nicaraguan Oscuro. He chose the region from where because of the flavor that we're looking for. Wow. He chose what year it has to be because of the flavor. Really? He, oh, my God. Uh, you have no idea the details that it goes with him that he will bring what you exactly want and he molded he he perfected to the point of you go like literally like oh my god this is the best i ever smoked and so is he is he like real hands-on i mean he's right there with you and i mean he's going through all of this process with you 100 percent. wow that's amazing back and forth and at at one point because we tried a lot and uh, some we liked some we didn't and we kept working and working he he goes like okay look guys let me go home i'm gonna go sleep and tomorrow i promise you i'm gonna surprise you with a beautiful blend and literally he came in we went for lunch and he said it's not ready it's gonna come out and after lunch, we went and we sat down, we smoked it. And he said, I want you to take it with you to New York and smoke it there. And you let me know. And that's what truly happened. Wow. That's awesome. We went to New York, we smoked it, and it was the best blend ever. That and, is great. And, and it is true. The cigars smoke back in Dominican Republic, Nicaragua, it's totally different. When you bring it here, it tastes totally different. So that's why we tested here, not there. And it changes. Well, that makes sense it's, because you think yeah. about you know, everything that has to do with the cigar is so much about the care and the humidity and the climate. And we're in a completely different climate than they are down there. So that does make a lot of sense. Yeah. And and it, it literally like maybe six, seven hours difference between airplane and you landing here. But the cigar tastes totally different. So there is some many guys who make cigars. They tell you when you are 
making the cigar down there. It tastes so good. By the time you come, they send you the cigar. It's like, this is not the cigar I wanted. Wow. Well, it changed. It changes. So you have to test it here. You enjoy it down there, but then the next test, which is the most important, is when you come to the States, you have to test it again before you make any decision. And a lot of cigar companies, all of them, they do the same thing. Wouldn't that great knowledge that he passed on because a lot of cigar makers might have just given you a cigar and said, this is a great cigar, you smoke it, and then by the time you (laughs) release your cigar, it's not the cigar at all that you wanted. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. It's it's what affected in 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 short period of time. It's not about aging. It's not nothing. It's just the temperature, the weather, the the the. I don't know where it is, and it's like few hours difference, different region, tastes totally different. And uh, it was it was truly great cigar here and there. Wow. And it so, worked. So did you mm-hmm. so you were down in Honduras? Is that where you were trying no, the cigar? Ni- Nicaragua. Nicaragua. Oh okay. Nicaragua. Mm-hmm. So where is like the cigar? Where's your uh wrapper and your binder and your filler? Where are they all from on the uh Viva La Vida? Yes. So uh basically uh the whole cigar is puro Nicaraguan, which means all of it, filler, binder, wrapper, it's all Nicaraguan. And now how how is the uh how's the power level of the nicotine? Is it real strong or is it kind of medium? No, it's medium uh because it's aged for a long time. Oh okay. so the Habano the wrapper is Habano Nicaraguan Oscuro two thousand and the filler is Croyoyo ninety eight and the binder is Corojo ninety nine. The oh, okay. Corojo yeah, the is Corojo the most, has is uh, heavy. Less, is it? But it also has uh, the Corojo. Does it not uh, have a lesser amount of nicotine? I mean, they all have nicotine. Sure, but sure. But, but what happened is, like, if you look at the plant, right? The Corojo is the upper uh, leaves of the plant, so it's the the spiciest, oh. the most fuller. That's that's where, where you're getting all that the, flavor. Exactly. The 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 middle, which is the seco, is basically more medium uh, spice, medium flavor. And the bigger leaves, the which is on the bottom, they use it for combustion for oh, the cigar. Okay. So it doesn't have too much flavor, but it makes the cigar burn uh, correctly inside. So to have a, a cigar that burns evenly, uh, burns great, you have to have the wrapper, the binder, and the filler. All of them have exactly the same amount of moisture inside it. So, for example, uh, when you have a Maduro wrapper, Maduro wrapper is usually a thicker um, leaf. And oilier too, right? oilier thicker it has more moisture than the rest so what you do is when you blend the cigar and now you take it for aging what aj does aj fernandez which is was so uh, beautiful honestly and uh, other manufacturers started doing it now is he takes a newspaper and he wraps this cigar 
the Maduro, only the Maduros in newspaper to help the uh, wrapper uh, dry exactly the same time with, like, for, with the uh, uh, binder and the filler. Oh, wow. So, exactly. And what had happened is because of the newspaper, it leaves a nice sheen of uh, on 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 the on the wrapper. Oh, so, so like it the, makes the it so oil thin. gets trapped on it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's a and, that's a beautiful description you just gave. I I can't wait to smoke another one. To be honest with you, Billy. Yeah. <laughs> Coming soon. Oh man. So. <clears throat> What a great experience. Now, I have a question for you, and I've heard different answers, but you're in the business of making cigars, so I'm hoping that you can shed some light on this, and I'm sure a lot of listeners would like to know also. And mm -hmm. so I don't know if there's one particular right answer, but I'd like for you to give it your best shot. Mm -hmm. Why do some cigars tunnel burn when you're smoking them? Okay, so look. Uh, when you uh, roll a cigar, it is extremely important to have the right construction, the right uh, way of putting those tobacco together and roll it perfectly. The best roll cigars will have a pencil-like ash. So when you smoke and then the ash fall, there is like a mountain inside it coming out like a pencil. Okay. Literally, yeah, yeah, I've like seen a that. Pencil. So when the ash that's falls the off, most, exactly. it looks when like the ash a falls, pencil. Exactly. That's the most perfect uh, roll cigar. Okay. When it tunnels out, it means it there is not enough filler inside it. They do it for cost reasons. Uh, the less tobacco you put, the less money you charge. So it is appealing for customers to go, oh, it's $5, it's 6 it's 4 uh, it's $3, it's, and sure. there's no more $3. Right, but right. You light it, it burns like, like paper, and it begins to canoeing. And, and that's the problem because it, you don't have enough uh, filler inside it. It's empty. Oh. So if you look, if you test a cigar to see first, when you go to any humidor, the best way to test your cigar, first, always on the tip where you light your cigar to see it has to be soft like a sponge, but not too much. It has some resistance and it's not hard like a rock. So you need it to be a bit on the soft side. So this way it show you it is uh, humidified the right way. Then you go and you test the full body of the cigar. You begin to press on it. If there is gaps on it, it means it's going to canoe. Ah. If it's solid, if it is solid all the way, it means it's perfectly filled with tobacco and it's not going to canoe. Well, that's great information, man. I appreciate you sharing yeah. that with us. I've, I've asked several people that question, and I think that's the best thorough answer I've ever got. So thank you so much for that. You're welcome, man. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, so long as I'm getting your wealth of knowledge poured out to me and everyone who listens, I have one more question. Uh, yeah. You know how some cigars, the draw is so tight you can't get any draw? 
Yes. Now, whenever I used to go in a cigar shop, I'd kind of feel the cigars, and if they felt hard, I would stay away from them because I thought they were rolled too tight. But I smoked a cigar earlier today, uh, the Liga Pravada, and mm-hmm. that cigar feels hard from top to bottom, and it smokes perfectly. So that theory that I had that you could tell if it was rolled too tight by feeling it was wrong. So uh, what causes a cigar to be where you can't get a draw? Is that rolled too tight, or is that a, a different reason? Well, what happened is they put too much tobacco inside ah. it. So the best way to figure out a cigar is to turn it where you light it and you look at those tobaccos it will tell you a lot about the cigar when you turn it and you look at it and you will see how they position the tobacco the filler the binder you will see the whole thing where you light it okay and if it is so packed that you don't see any any spacing in between like small spacing right it means it's going to be a really tough draw ah. but still still you need to cut it and light it to see right you know what i'm saying sure so but this is your first uh uh tool to see if a cigar okay you tested it it's all solid all the way it, it's not given when you push it um then you look you turn it and you look where you light the cigar and if if it is really packed, you could tell. And you could compare it with other cigars from the same box or from the same brand. So let's say they have Robusto Toro and they are next to each other. You take a Robusto and you look at it and then you look at the Toro. And then if you see that it's the same amount of tobacco, the same, uh, uh, there is no gaps, it means it's going to be okay cigar to smoke. It's not going to be a tightly rolled cigar usually when you cannot draw there is they add too many uh, uh, filler inside the tobacco inside the cigar and a lot of times they put um, you know uh, they put like sticks and stuff they just throw tobacco inside yeah they just when fill it you, up they just fill it up if you look at good manufacturers Every single cigar that they put inside, it's all leaves. There ah. is no, literally, like, no veins, nothing. Like, even, like, the binders, you could use them sometimes as wrappers uh, because they are clean. They are uh, no yeah. veins, no sticks. I've actually and, had some mm-hmm. where the wrapper came off and the binder was almost as pretty as the wrapper. Exactly. Yeah, it means it's a good, good blend. And as you know, 90% of the flavor of your cigar comes from your wrapper. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, that's one of the things I learned about uh, in my past experiences. I used to smoke like the, uh, you know, the 60 by 60, the real big gauge cigar. And what I came to find out by doing actually this show and talking to a bunch of people who knew was they educated me and said, you realize in a 6x60, you're getting a ton of filler and not a lot of wrapper. 
And the Correct. smaller gauge you go, the more wrapper you're getting. And it was explained to me that the wrapper is the most expensive leaf they use. That's where all the flavor is. So if you're going with all filler and not much wrapper, you're really getting the lower end tobacco instead of getting the better tobacco. Well, it's not the lower end of the tobacco. What happened is you, in the 6 by 6 you are putting more tobacco of the Robusto and the rest. So you're using more tobacco for good tobacco. Mm. And, 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 and the wrapper is covering the same cigar, uh, um, a 6 by 60 or a Robusto, but the 6 by 60 has a bigger, wider ring gauge, so it takes more wrapper. Oh. But what happened is if a lot of people think that Lancero is the best flavor, it is, but now you're smoking only a wrapper, not right. only wrapper. You're smoking more wrapper than filler and, and binder. The Lancero has much better flavor, but it's warmer. It's hotter. Ah. To me, the best one is a Robusto uh, size or a Toro size. Yeah, that's pretty uh, much what I smoke now. Uh, yeah. Every, every now and then I'll gauge out to something just because it's different, you know, and we all like to smoke something different on occasion, but on average, yeah, sure. Robusto and Toro's is what I smoke. Yeah. It, it's, it, to me, it's more balanced between filler, binder, and wrapper between the Robusto and the Toro. Uh, six by 60 is great sometimes, but it, it tend to have more nicotine to it because you are smoking more wider a uh, uh, range of uh, of filler and, and binder, uh, but the robusto is more balanced. Uh, the toro is more balanced. That's why, like, if you take old style Cuban uh, Churchill size, which is about you know uh, seven by forty nine, right? It's it is great flavor, but in our standards it is thinner than what we are used to by the way the 6x60 it's a it's an american invention and we invented the 6x60 we created the size and well, of course it's an american thing because we all think bigger is better right actually it is good it is great and also not only this we created cuban and europeans have um, they created uh, the Cubans created a cigar or their cigars mainly you start mellow and then it tends to get heavier and more bolder toward halfway and the end what we did what we created is the opposite that you start a little bit heavy but then it mellows out and you could smoke the cigar all the way down to the nip yeah, and that's the difference. Where the Cuban one, you reach halfway, it's so heavy and bitter, you cannot finish it. Wow! You could smoke it all the way, but it 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 will have a bite. It gets warmer, it gets hotter, and it's unenjoyable. While the other ones, which is the we call it the American style, it's the opposite. You start heavy and then it mellows out, which is a nice trick that you could smoke the whole thing all the way. Yeah, that's and great. That's, and that's what we went with our blend, is we went a little bit on the heavy side in the 
in the in the tip, but then it mellows out and it, and you could smoke the whole thing all the way. Yeah, and, I always uh, I always like to say it kind of hits you up front, something nice and pleasant, a little spicy, and then it yeah. mellows out and it's just yeah. smooth. You know what I mean? And, it, and you can enjoy exactly. that whole cigar. Exactly. And the other way around, which is the Cuban Cuban style. And the European style, which is you start mellow and then it gets heavier and heavier and heavier. And uh, to to me, it's unenjoyable to a certain point. Not all of them, you know, but this is the style that they go with. And uh, from our experience in retail, talking to clients and educating them, because we used to have also in our stores, we used to educate clients they used to sign. For half an hour, we used to uh, do one-on-one, uh, teach them about uh, what to look at the cigar, how to cut it, um, the construction of the cigars. Uh, we teach them about lighters, cutters, uh, humidors, and it was for free. Oh, that's great. You could sign in and, and you come and we, we talk to you one-on-one. And, and believe me, I mean, we did it because we love it. The same thing what... You are doing now because you love what you do. You are doing it from your heart. You don't feel it like a job. And 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 this uh, uh, translates to a successful uh, person you are because you are um, showcasing what you really enjoy. You know. Well, I and appreciate this that. Is, and that and that is true. You. I I do this because I just love cigars i love the community i love the people i love the education i mean i really appreciate everything that you're telling us tonight I, it's it's a great education Thank and you. anytime i can soak up some new information i enjoy that thoroughly so thank you so much for clarifying several different key notes there you're welcome so, and you know with these uh, clients that we used to give classes they became our friends our cl- clients for life I, I'm, I'm still friends with them uh even though i don't have stores but we kept in touch and and my my circle of brother of the leaf and sister of the leaf grew so much here in the states because of this because of the stores because of uh, uh enjoying uh, the the education of of the tobacco and the whole lifestyle of uh, the cigars and uh, uh, we feel blessed that we you know when when you enjoy something and you work on it 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 becomes part of uh, your life it becomes part of who you are and you don't feel it like a job you don't feel it like a business you don't feel it as uh, you know uh, oh i'm working from nine till six or whatever no, because uh, you know, I'm going to tell everybody right now, uh, if you think that uh, Billy is working from 9 to 6, you're way off base because I see him up working bright and early. And what time is it in New York right now? Right now, it's almost 1 o'clock. It's almost 1 in o'clock the in the morning, and he's doing this <laughs> show for us. So that shows his dedication and his love and his passion. And, man, that means the world to me. And, again, I apologize for making it so late, but I just thank you so much. I want to thank you for also taking the time and doing this for you and for uh, your listeners. Um, you know, this is, to me, uh, everything. Um, you know, talking about 
tobacco, talking about cigars, talking about the whole uh, uh, lifestyle of it. Uh, it's it's uh, it's truly an enjoyment. Now, you I said earlier that you've been in the business for 25 years. Yeah. How old are you, Billy? Well, I'm 26. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I had a feeling you were going to say that. So no, I'm 49. Oh, wow. You know mm. what? That's how old I am. When will you be 50? <laughs> You're not lying to me, Next are year, you? January. No. Okay, so you'll be 50 next January. Yeah. All right, well, you just had a birthday then. Well, happy late birthday. Thank you so much. Thank you. Same to you. Well, thank you. I'll be uh, 50 in March. Oh, so a box of Viva La Vida coming your way. Very <laughs> mucho, thank you. Uh, so, twenty-five years ago, you got into the business. How how did that evolve? I mean, like, when did you decide? You know what? I'm gonna make cigars. Or I guess in your case, you started out saying, "I want to be part of that lifestyle, and I want to open a retail shop." Well, what happened is, by trade, I'm an architect. Oh, really? I gave it. Yes. I, I went, uh, you know, in the city here and in New York, I studied architecture, I worked in it, but my love for cigars uh, grew when, when I was in my teens. And we opened a small shop, me and my brother, in the village in New York, and we were selling T-shirts, hats, and then New York stuff and cigarettes. So one one day, one guy comes in and, uh, he used to buy a lot of cigarettes from us and he goes, well, I quit now I'm smoking cigars. And, uh, if you buy me punch punch, you know, it's a small robusto size. I will come and buy from you every week a box. <laughs> so, wow. And that's, that's great. Yeah. And that's what happened. So we started bringing him boxes of punch punch and we did Macanudos and Portugas at that time in, in, in the 90s, 1990. And we sold a store. Then we opened another store up uh, in Manhattan. And um, it was about 600 square feet with a walk-in humidor. It was extremely small. We expanded it. The business grew. Um, then we opened another one. It was like 3,500 square feet. Cigar wow. Aficionado came in. And they became part of our lounge and humidor. And um, we enjoyed it so much. We did a huge, huge mural for our clients, um, about 400 feet by four feet. And it's still in our store. You could go uh, on the website, on Google. You could write the uh, cigar in mural. And you could see all the painting and everything that we did. We love art. We love the cigar. So we always put art and tobacco together. We always had art shows for young uh, artists that they're trying to uh, show their, their, their paintings and their sculptures. We always, always supported them. I, I knew a few artists. They didn't have money. They love cigars. They used to come. We used to give them cigars. They used to smoke. We tried to sell their art. And uh, I, we always support them. I was going to say, because, how, many of those, how many of those artists did you end up buying their paintings? We, I have a few. I have a few. <laughs> I figured I you have did. Few. Yeah. 
And this this mural that we did, uh, it was a lady, she was 22 years old, just graduated from college. She came and she goes, I need a job. Can I work here? It's like, okay. Then two days, she she's sitting, drawing something. I'm like, oh my God, it's beautiful. It's like, yeah, I'm an artist. I'm like, show me your paintings. So she brought a beautiful painting of a woman trying to light a cigarette. And there's four or five guys trying to light her cigarette. It was really beautiful. We put it for her. It was sold that night. Wow. And she sold it for like $500. Wow. And she was so happy. So I said, you see the space here? I want you to make a mural. It's like, really? I'm like, yeah. I want you every night to come take pictures of all the per- the clients here sitting, smoking. Don't tell them what we're doing. Just go and then take their pictures. If they said, why? It's like, tell them cigar and doing a project. And that's what happened for six, seven months. She was taking pictures, going home, sitting, drawing. And then when she finished, we, we called the company. They came at night. They hang it for us. We put like a paper on top. And we had the mayor, Giuliani. He was our uh, uh, client wow. to unveil it. And uh, it was really stunning. It, it, you could see it. I mean, it's beautiful what she did. And, well, I'm uh, definitely going to have to go look at that now. It sounds amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was great, man. So what happened is the most, the, 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 what we enjoyed a lot was all these guys in the mural were clients of ours. So when we unveil it, everybody was there. So people were looking at the, the ceiling and they go like, oh my God, that's me. Oh, that's me. So they were surprised to see themselves on the mural at the store. Oh, that's, that's so much gratitude. And I can imagine that they just fell in love with it. Exactly. So every single one on that wall is a client at the cigar ring. And that's how much we cared about our clients. This is how much we show them, uh, how much we appreciate them coming to our store. To be in retail, you have to appreciate people coming to your door. You have to appreciate it. You have to love people. You have to love talking to them. Otherwise, uh, you're in the wrong business. Absolutely. You know, that's one of the things that I love about doing this show is I get to talk to all the people that I want to talk to and get to know them and have a relationship with them. And it that's what's the driving force behind me doing this is just that I love people. And, you know, the cigar part is just the icing on the cake. Correct. Correct. And you, and you could tell that you love uh, talking to people from the name of your show, The Cigar Talk. Right. You know what I'm saying? And uh, well, you know, my wife which is asked great. me, what are you going to name the show? Because when we first started talking about this and I was like, I'm just going to name it Cigar Talk because that's really what we're going to be doing. And she was like, that's perfect. So yeah, it, it's worked out so far. I think you're doing a great job, honestly. And uh, I want to congratulate you on this because it is different. It is uh, fresh and, and and you're straight to the point. And 
most people who are listening, they want to hear, you know, uh, the story of how or what and how can we, and all these things that, you know, a guy that enjoys cigar love to know more details about either the business or how to make a cigar or how to be successful in, in, in retail or, uh, you know, successful in making cigars. Well, I, I'll tell you, cigars. I don't, I don't know a single cigar smoker that doesn't dream about someday opening his own shop. And that's kind of what got me started in this. Uh, mm-hmm. I actually started doing a uh, blog uh, called Rob's Cigar Stops. And what I did is I went around and I'd uh, evaluate and review shops. And mm-hmm. after a few different shops, I thought I should do a podcast because I'm enjoying this so much because I'm getting to know these people at these shops. I want to share this with everyone. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and, and I think, uh, Rob, you would do great opening your own shop because of of the knowledge that you have now and and the experience and loving talking to people which is key in any retail in any type of retail you have to love talking to people a lot of people they come you know like they have problems they want to talk to somebody um, and you have to be open you have to listen you have to create some kind of trust between you and that person that whatever he or she telling you it's going to stay there. Right, and, right. And, and which it's, is the most important. That's personal. Exactly, personal. And and people, when they come and they select cigars from your humidor, it is personal. Why they chose you, why they chose coming to your place, not going somewhere else, is also personal. And, you know, uh, I, I truly valued that point uh, that people chose to come to our stores and, um, you know, sitting in our lounge and, and talking and laughing and watching games and doing their birthdays or, you know, celebrations, promotions, celebration. getting married. Yep. You know, it's the whole thing of life that brings people together at the cigar shop. Correct. Correct. So yeah. let's let's move ahead uh, mm-hmm. to where you decided that you were going to sell the retail shop, which I can tell that you absolutely loved, and decided to pursue your dream in actually creating cigars. Yes. So the idea of making cigars, it started with us when we were in the retail uh, stores. So we created a cigar made, it's a, it was a house blend uh, that we did and it became really our biggest seller and it was selling all over the place in new york and um so your house blend became your biggest seller it was our biggest seller it became our biggest seller literally like that's a lot of boxes we used to move from yeah i've been to a lot of shops and i've smoked a lot of house blends and then usually i'm looking for something else so for that to be your biggest seller, that's impressive. Yeah, and, and to the point where we, you know, of course, we called it New York Cigar Inn, and you could go and, and look on Google, and you see the packaging that we did. We did every size as a bottle. So 
We did Manhattan size, we did Brooklyn size, we did Bronx size. Oh, I like Staten it. Island, you know what I'm saying? Queens, Queens was like a torpedo. Everybody was, was a... everybody was represented. Exactly. So the boxes were black and white, beautiful, you know? And it was, you know, everybody used to come from, as a tourist, they used to love to buy them because the taste was great, because it represented the city. And honestly, we, we, uh, from that point, we learned a lot of what to look for in, in making a cigar. Well, I'll tell, you what, I'll tell you what you just taught me, and it's a valuable lis- uh, lesson for anyone that's listening out there, is mm-hmm. so many shops treat the house blend as a bargain cheap cigar that's found in a box on the floor. And yeah. you guys decided to make a really good cigar and even though it was the house blend you treated it like it was a top line cigar you made it you you had a nice band on it you had a nice box and so that's a great lesson to anybody out there that's have you know has a house blend that's just sitting in a brown box on the floor with no wrapper on it yeah i mean uh uh, if 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 you make something and you enjoy smoking it, it's gonna reflect. But if you make something just to make quick buck and you don't even touch it because it's nasty and disgusting, nobody will buy it. Right. If you know what I'm saying, we enjoyed it so much. We spent so much time creating that cigar that it reflected itself on how good the cigar is. And, um, and that's honestly, great because it was a reflection mm-hmm. of you. Of, of, honestly, it was a reflection of what the clients always looked for. So when, when, when you are in retail, you're always listening to people coming and saying, oh, I smoked X, Y, and Z. It was so bitter. It was disgusting. Or they come and they say, I smoked ABC and it was unbelievable. It has this flavor, this taste. So you are constantly bombarded by knowledge from people who smoking because what I enjoy, it, you know, it could be totally different than what you enjoy or somebody else. But when you take all this information, then you would know that most people look in a cigar in a certain flavor, certain wrapper does this, certain filler does that. And it comes from your experience with people knowing all these, <coughs> all these um, uh, flavors that create a good cigar. And 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 from that point, we wanted a cigar that a lot of people enjoy. And the same thing, for example, Viva La Vida. It's not based on what I like. It's based on my experience, what people like. And that's why we went with more uh, flavor, more medium, not heavy, not not spicy, not uh, uh, um, you know like all coffee or all chocolate or all uh, uh, roasted almonds or you know all these flavors. We want it more gentle, more cooler, more. Uh, when you finish the smoke. There is no bite. There is no aftertaste. There is no bitterness. That's what we were looking for. 
Well, you remember whenever, and I got to say thank you first, but you remember whenever you uh, uh, let me smoke the uh, pre-release? Yes. And, and you asked me for my review. Yes. And after I reviewed it, you said I was spot on. So I want to say thank you for giving me that opportunity. Honestly, uh, um, to me, look, it's like a puzzle, right? You come in and you tell people, okay, this is, I want you to close your eyes. I want you to taste something and you, I want you to tell me what it is. And now if you hit it and if you are spot on, you go like, oh my God, I, uh, I succeeded on making this the right way. Well, I, I, I tell you what, those notes, those notes that perfect. you described, they were 100% perfect. And to me, I accomplished what I'm supposed to, because if you come and, and okay, you like it, but the flavors that you described were totally different. It's not what I was looking for. Right. I was looking for truly those flavors that you were talking about. And not only this, the way you, you described it from beginning to middle to end, the way it is, it is truly the way it is. You know, it started a bit on the heavy and then it mellowed out, you know, and all these stuff, which is, this is truly from day one, our point of construction of this cigar was all about. Well, I'll tell you what, I, I tell you so much. I appreciate that opportunity because it was a true pleasure. And thank you, Rob. Because it was a pre release, I'll tell you what I did. I came in my little lounge that I have in the <laughs> backyard and mm -hmm. I sat back here by myself. I uh, actually went through the whole process of toasting the foot smelling the aroma and then just really relaxing and smoking it and actually enjoying each flavor each note and the complexity from beginning to end and i don't normally do that with every cigar i smoke because you know we don't normally have that kind of time yes but with that cigar it was just such an honor that you would send it to me and let me smoke it from a pre-release standpoint. So I did take the time to do that. And I tell you what, I think you knocked it out of the park, home run Thank all you. the way. Thank you so much, man. And talking about the pre-release, we did, which is, um, I don't know, I think we are the first. Maybe there is other companies, but I believe what we did was the first time that a company brings a lot of pre-release and they go to cigar stores. So what we did, we go to cigar store in New York and we, we smoked the cigar with the owner of the cigar shop. He enjoyed it. He's like, yes, I want to carry it. I love it. And we tell him, okay, there is one thing you have to do for us. I'm going to give you certain amount of cigars. You call your clients, you and them smoke. I'm, we're going to give you cards. To the clients, they're going to tell you, buy it, don't buy it, and why. Love it. And that's what I want. Love and, that. And I swear to you, 100%, every single one came to us and said, everybody loved it. That's they great. didn't only love the thing. They loved that we shared. We wanted their opinion to tell us if they like the cigar or not before it was released. 
and they felt they were in the process of making this cigar come out. Well, yeah, because they didn't just feel that way. They actually were part of the process. You allowed them to come in to the family and be part of the process. Correct. And because most of the time, cigar companies, they come, the box is ready, the cigar is ready, the label is ready. They go to the cigar shop. This is what it is. It comes in in these sizes. This is how it is. And you smoke it, you like it, and you pour it, and you try to sell it. But here... Clients were involved, and we did a lot of cigar shops in New York, in Jersey, in Connecticut, in uh, 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 Rhode Island, in, in Long Island, and everywhere. You know we where went. you know where you forgot to go. The Texas. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> but I sent you one. Yeah, yes, you did. Yes, you did. <laughs> I was gonna say Abilene, Texas. We we did we don't get very many people coming down here. So, but I am very. Thankful I will. I will. One. Listen, I will. One day I will. 100%. I, I, I wanted to go down to Texas. Well, I'll tell you what. And whenever I come to New York or you come to Texas, we're going to sit back and enjoy a good 100%. cigar together. 100%. And, um, uh, and, and, and the thing is, when we did these tastings, no, I, I, I wasn't there. Or my sales guy wasn't there. It was the owner and the clients only. So the events that we did, the the, the pre-release or the, those tastings, we weren't there. We didn't want to influence yeah, the no, outcome. No pressure. They they can exactly. make their honest opinion. Honest opinion. You don't like it, you tell the owner. The owner comes and say, listen, they didn't like it or they love it. And... To me, knowing that uh, uh, the blend that we did was uh, good is from the people saying it was good. Right. And, and, and that's what was more important to, to us. Yeah. Well, I think that's a great philosophy on how to create a great cigar. I mean, you started from scratch. You went out and found one of if not the best cigar blender creator there is and then you smoked it there you smoked it in new york then you rolled it out so that people could smoke the pre-release and get a true feedback which is so valuable and you didn't just box it up and sell it you actually went out there and let other people try it get their feedback and find out that it was a great quality product so Congratulations. I know it's been a long process for you, and I think that you've really just nailed it, and I know you. you're going to do very well with it, Billy. Thank you so much, Rob. Thank you. It's uh, Honestly, I'm, I'm so happy uh, that uh, uh, I meet a lot of people uh, in, in the cigar uh, business uh, through clients and, and, and cigar makers, and I think they're the most the best people ever. I Cigar agree. smokers. I agree. 100%. They are the best. I was it telling... make you relax. It make you happy. Uh, it relax you. Uh, and, and uh, you know, it is so beautiful to see women and men sitting, smoking a cigar, enjoying their drink, uh, enjoying. I mean, I, I smoke cigars like when I wake up. You know what I'm saying? I love it with my espresso. 
I smoke cigars 24 hours. You, hey, well, you know I do too because on my Instagram account, I'm posting pictures in the morning, yeah. the afternoon, at night. And, They're beautiful uh, pictures, by the way. Oh, well, I love thank you. Them. Thank you. Uh, I mean, honestly, you take this picture, you put it anywhere, you know this is Rob. Well, this is Rob's picture, you know, which is great, man. You you're keeping the same theme, and no matter what, you could tell this is Rob's picture, well, and that's I, the most important. I wanted to create cigar photos that were <laughs> enjoyable to look at, uh, and that and that was the style that I came up with. And not very many people know this, but before. Uh, I was a podcaster and before the career that I am in, I was a photographer for about 14 years. And oh. so it actually, you know, I used to photograph people and events and stuff like that. And I quit photography for a really long time. And this has actually given me an opportunity to start doing to photography come back. again. Yeah. And I really enjoy it. So it's been a real pleasure, and so I've had and a lot it shows, of man. Well, thank you. It shows. It shows. Really, it shows the details, the the uh, the composition of of putting the cigar with, you know, with with the environment around it. It's it shows that you not only smoking the cigar, but you are thinking of how to address it in well, the right way. And you know what's funny is if if some people could see where I'm taking those photos. Uh, one of the photos is, uh, I forget which cigar it was, but it was, I was, I had a cigar that I wanted to take a photo of and I was thinking, mm -hmm. you know, I always like to find a different type of background if I can. And mm -hmm. the background was actually a, uh, metal tin can on the side wow. of the road that I turned upside down and laid the cigar on. Wow. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever works, man. And, and uh, listen, you have the, 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 the the idea and you you know how to translate it to a beautiful collage of making people wanted to smoke that cigar which is uh you know i i congratulate you on that well thank you and whenever i get some uh uh whenever i get my hands on your cigars i'm gonna take some pictures to you and send them to you Thank you so much, man. Oh, you're Thank welcome, you. man. And by Thank the way, you. if you guys have not seen the uh, bands or the logo for Viva La Vida, it's amazing. In fact, that's how we met. If you remember back, Billy, uh, I was going through uh, some pictures on Instagram, and I saw that logo, and I was just like, that is killer. I don't know where you came up with that, but it's amazing. You remember the story? Thank you so much. But do you remember the story about the girl that she drew? the mural yeah so it's the same girl that she drew the jester for me oh really so in 2014 i told her we want to make a cigar called viva la vida from that time and and i want it like a jester because the jester make people happy and and uh, uh when we were kids we go to the you know amusement parks and then uh you know, there's those jesters throwing stuff and we go like looking at them like, wow, how did they do that? And that's, so she said, you know something, this is great. And that's what she did. She drew a jester with a bundle of cigars on one hand, the other hand is smoking a cigar. 
Well, so I, that's where it came from. I love it, and it's it's not like any other band. It's not like any other logo you've ever seen, and so it's fitting that it's on a cigar that's nothing like you've ever smoked. Yeah, thank you, thank you so much, Rob. You're welcome. So, hey, before we go, uh, mm-hmm. tell everybody how they can find you on Instagram or on the web or Facebook. Tell, tell everybody how they can find you. Yeah, sure. Uh, the easiest way, the easiest way, it is on Instagram. It is Artisano Del Tobacco. Um, and uh, we we post a lot of our information on, on, on Instagram and on Twitter. Twitter too. We have uh, Artisano Tobacco. Uh, both uh, media we use a lot, and most of our information comes from those two uh, uh, on Instagram, Artisano del Tobacco, and and Twitter. And um, I hope uh, one day we could meet Rob, sit oh, down and absolutely. smoke. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, here in New York or in Texas. And uh, we introduce you here to a lot of good uh, cigar smokers and lounges, which is, uh, I think you love uh, to go to cigar shops. That sounds like heaven to me, Billy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could go anytime, man. You come to the city. Well, I I want to, yes. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I want to tell everybody who's listening, uh, to us to enjoy and uh, enjoy smoking and uh, be happy that's <laughs> that's what, what it's uh, all about yeah be happy absolutely well you know i just want to say thank you for taking the time i know it's late in new york i know you're tired you work non-stop but we really do appreciate you taking the time and visiting with us and giving us a great education on some interesting uh, cigar information that i i wasn't aware of uh how to actually look at different cigars before you buy them uh, that's great information so thank you so much for sharing that and thank you for sharing your story and I know that I can't wait to get my hands on some of your cigars. And I know a lot of listeners are going to be looking for them, too. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. Thank you. And have a blessed, beautiful night, guys. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you later, Billy. Razor Sport. Sports betting is legal. Sports books are opening left and right. And now is your time to beat them all. Razor will show you how the real professionals beat the book consistently. Visit Razorsport.com. That's R-A-Z-E-R Sport.com for a free trial. How to play, what to play, how to win. Join Razorsport.com. Free. That's R-A-Z-E-R Sport.com. It's where the winners come to win. It's Razor. Hey guys, thanks for joining. I hope you enjoyed the interview with Billy. Uh, He's got a great cigar out, shared it with a few other people, and i got to tell you, I've had lots of good feedback from them. I'm telling you, I love it. It's a must-try as far as I'm concerned. Anyway, a big show coming up next week. We have uh, Octavia Tolliver on the show. Uh, You might have seen her on Instagram. It's her aficionado. And uh, she's doing a lot of great things for the uh, women's sector of the cigar industry out in Atlanta. She's really representing and promoting. And uh, she smokes a lot of great cigars. Knows uh, quite a bit more than uh, probably myself. 
And uh, so anyway, she was a real pleasure to have on the show. We look forward to having that interview on for you next week. And then uh, let's go ahead and get to the question of the week. If you can tell me where the train car cigar bar is located, city and state, you will win a sampler of McAuliffe cigars. I'll get that sent out to you. Anyway, guys, I hope you had a great week. Keep smoking, and we'll see you soon. 